Welcome back to the Mulberry Book Drop. Happy New Year, everyone. We are so excited that you joined us today. Um, but before we jump in, uh, we have a couple of reminders. So remember that you can reach us at, it's, and this is an email, and this is how the email goes, themulberrylibrary at gmo.com. I'm sure we'll put it in the um, notes descriptions down at the bottom. Um, so know that you can always reach out to us if you ever want to get a hold of us. Um, and I have been checking it. You have. So. You've been so good. <laughs> I do almost almost daily. I would say every other day, to be honest. But yeah, awesome. And we actually have a bunch of new programs that are starting mm-hmm. this year too. So since this is our New Year's episode, um, we are really excited. We have a cookbook club now. Yes. Yes, and they are meeting every second Friday at ten a.m. And, you know, they just get together with their favorite cookbooks, share recipes, and, you know, it depends on your comfort level. If you want to bring something to share, you're welcome to actually cook or bake something. And, you know, if you don't want to eat there, you can take it home to try it. So, and then the other big one is booking a film at the gym. Ooh, what's that? Yeah. So they are going to read the book on their own and then get together to watch the film and then stay after the film to discuss. Mm, sounds yeah. like my kind of club. I know. It's going to be at the Gem Theater. So it is a library program over at the theater. And um, that's going to be the fourth Wednesday of the month at 1 p.m. Yes, I am so looking forward to that one. Um, remember that if you follow our social media, especially our Facebook and our Twitter, we always have our monthly calendar pinned to the top of our page that has all of our programs listed. So, with all those out of the way, um, I have a question for you, Bethany. Okay, what you got? Um, How many books did you end up reading in the year 2021? 210. That many? I did. And I thought I did great. But I have to say, uh, there are a few people who come into the library that, like, blew me out of the water. So, it is a big number, but it is not as big as some of the people in our community. You, uh, my mama read just a few more than you did, I think, but Mm -hmm. she's also retired. I love you, mama. She's retired. So that's incredible. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, my family was teasing me because we had a nice quiet New Year's, which is what I love. Mm -hmm. Um, So the five of us were just sort of hanging out and played some games and, you know, had some good food and everything. And then like 10 o'clock at night, I was laying on the couch finishing my last book so I could have a nice round number. Did you make it to midnight? Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we watched the ball drop and then, like, stood outside, watched some fireworks because a bunch of the neighbors set them off so we could see them gotcha. from the, by the pool. And, yeah. Okay, so I have two follow-up questions. Okay. One, did you sleep at all last year to get this to when you were reading these books? Did you sleep? Oh, I totally did because don't okay. forget, I did a lot of listening while running. Oh, you did. That's mm-hmm. true. Okay, so my second question is... And I know that we talked about this a little bit on either the last podcast or like two podcasts ago, but how much money did you end up saving in 2021? Okay. So you guys are, if you haven't figured out already, I'm a total nerd, but I love Excel (laughs) and I told you I was going to track and it was easier for me to just throw it into Excel and let it do the math for me. So I didn't have to like worry about scrap pieces of paper and stuff. So I figured out that I actually checked out 200 items. Okay. Now, some of those were like DVDs and stuff like that, but um, so those didn't count toward my reading goal, but it was just my stuff, not my family's. Like my kids were doing things on their own cards and all that kind of stuff. So my total for checkouts for the year was $4,740.71. What? That's how much money I saved using the library. Wow. Yeah. But I can one up it for you. Okay. I listened to audiobooks. (gasps) 
So I use Libby a lot. Mm. You don't get a receipt telling you what you saved for that. Right. So having worked in a bookstore, I'm just going to do like a easy math, right? Because an audiobook can cost anywhere from $10 to $60, whatever. Mm. So let's just pretend it was $10 each. I listened to 74 audiobooks oh. <laughs> last year. What? <laughs> so if we add $740, my grand total is $5,480.71. I was I was hoping for that five. That's a massive I really number. Was. That is huge. So this is a game that we like to play with the kids sometimes when they come in with their parents and they'll like do their checkout slip and then we're like, okay, guess how much money you saved today because it's got it yeah. at the bottom of the receipt. It's so fun. It's so exciting because they'll be like, um, I think we saved like $40. And then I'm like, um, no. And they'll be like, how much? Um, 300 <laughs> Kids books are expensive too. Yeah. So that's a lot of kids books. Oh my goodness. Yep. It was, it was fun. I'm, I'm glad I tracked it. I probably won't track it this year, but it was really neat to see that like huge total as it kept like adding up every day. Well, and imagine if you bought those books. Oh my gosh. Which don't get me wrong. I, I, I love buying books as well, but when you can save that much money by Mm -hmm. using your library, shameless plug, like use your library y'all. You will save so much money. Yeah. So it was fun. Okay, so I also had a reading um, goal this year. It was not quite as high as yours. Well, okay, what was your actual reading goal for 2021? My actual goal was 100 books. Okay, and you, like, surpassed it by, like, a 1,000%. I did, but, I mean, I think a lot of it was because of those audiobooks. Okay. Um, You know, and I I am a firm believer that even if you are listening to a book, you are still reading a book. Like, you can still have a discussion with your book club about it. You can, you know, really take that in. Yeah, I feel like audiobooks, you're more like, um, you're listening, but it's almost like you're having a conversation, especially if the author is the one reading it. Yeah. Oh, then I'm like, oh, I'm having a conversation with you. Um, Well, I had a goal, and mine was 60. Okay, that's a good goal. I passed my goal. I read 65. <laughs> I love it. Which and is, you did that with going back to school, too. I, so yeah. that's a big deal. Yeah. And I really, I think I've only listened to maybe five or six audiobooks this year. I yeah. really didn't listen to a lot. Um, so That's yeah. big. So I passed my goal, too, guys. Okay. I love it. So, And I actually didn't even realize this, but I also read 65 books in 2020. So maybe 65 is like my magic number. Maybe it is. So, hey. That's cool. Yeah. Well, okay, so I'm going to give you a little confession. So, like, since this is our New Year's episode, Mm -hmm. you know how people always make, like, a New Year's resolution? Yes. So, in my head, I always kind of thought of, like, resolutions and goals as being the same thing. Is it not? They're not. What? I know. And so I was kind of like, why do I always fail at my resolutions? Like, I kind of stopped making them a little while back um, because, like, you know, squat challenge and push-up challenge, like whatever by february i'm done like i'm done my arms hurt my back hurts like i am too old i can't do this anymore by day five i'm done yeah so you know and same thing it's like you get excited to like declutter your house right Mm -hmm. you clean out that kitchen junk drawer you feel so good about yourself then you open a closet and you're like yeah no i'm not gonna do that (laughs) so you just yeah it's so easy to just drop a resolution yes but a goal i actually accomplished all the goals that I came up with for myself for 2021. Oh, yes. We love it. Yeah. And it was like my goals were a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I made my running goal, so I ran 2,021 miles. Wow. My family had a goal to write letters to people for their birthdays, and we did. We finished out 
all 12 months. Beautiful. Yes. Like, that was kind of, that was a big one. That was really fun to do together. And then, remember I had that other goofy goal where I was going to read a guilty pleasure once a month. Yes. So, like, a suggestion from a friend or Mm -hmm. somebody at the library. Um, And I did. I I read a lot of stuff that I never would have picked up on my own. Some were wins. Some maybe not so much. And I think two of them were mine. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. One of them was a win. One of them not so much. (laughs) Bet you guys can't figure out the the one she didn't like. But it was exciting. Like, I actually, you know, I actually accomplished them. So, Mm -hmm. do you know what the difference is between the two? No, because I totally thought they were kind of like the same thing. Okay. So what what's the difference? Okay, so I have the actual definitions. You okay. ready? Yeah. Resolution, a firm decision to do or not to do something. So for example, I am not going to eat sugar this year, or I'm going to walk before work every morning, right? So that would okay. be your resolution. Okay. Now, if you had a goal... It's actually the object of a person's ambition or effort. So, like, aim at a desired result. Okay. So, this would be the phrasing of, like, my family is going to have dinner a minimum of four times per week. Or I'm going to walk 500 miles this year. So, you actually have, like, an end result. Oh. So, you're aiming towards something. Okay. That that really makes sense. Yeah. So, it's just all in the phrasing. So, yeah. you could really be, your resolution and goal could be the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's how you phrase it, though. Hmm. And That's I, interesting. Yeah, I think when I was thinking about this, as I was looking at the definitions and like what happened last year, especially, I think it's the wiring in my brain. I, because okay. I'm very competitive with myself. Yeah. Not so much other people, but yeah. with me. And so by phrasing it as a goal and giving myself this like number or this thing to accomplish, mm-hmm. then I actually did it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that being said, do you have any resolutions or goals this year since we're talking about it yeah well so obviously not a resolution yeah (laughs) because I can't do that apparently (laughs) um but the guilty pleasure challenge was really fun for me so Mm -hmm. this year um I was talking to our director and we were joking around about it but then I decided I'm gonna do it okay I'm doing my childhood favorites challenge (gasps) yes Um, I think you know where I'm going with this oh my goodness so once a month Mm -hmm. I'm going to read a book from my childhood and see if it still holds up okay yeah so a few of them I actually still own and I did find my copies I dug them out and so I have um I think there's like five of them here in the house that I still own okay like that's how much I loved them and then the first one I read though for January so I actually finished it on New Year's Day oh I did Sweet Valley High the first book called Double Love by Francine Pascal so I don't know if any of you know Sweet Valley High. I don't do not. It's definitely my generation. <laughs> but I have to tell you, as much as I enjoyed reading it and it was really fun for me, um, I did not remember how much the twins cried. It's Elizabeth and Jessica. They were very cryy. Um, <laughs> and then what cracked me up, though, so maybe didn't quite hold up, you know, time wise but um elizabeth works for her school newspaper and it's mentioned a few times in the book as she sits down at her typewriter what's what's that no i'm just kidding (laughs) you know that awesome (laughs) click 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 with the keys yeah oh i love typewriters for the sound yeah i love the sound oh 
Yeah, you know, um, where did I see this? Uh, Tom Hanks collects typewriters. Does he really? He does, yes. And I remember reading about it somewhere, and it was really fascinating. But he has an obsession with typewriters, and I think he actually writes letters to people and stuff on them. I wonder if if they're like pictures. I'll have to Google that and see if there are any pictures out there in the world. It's pretty cool. So you want to hear the funny thing about this book, though? Mm -hmm. So our director said she would read it with me because her and I are only like, you know, we're basically the same age. And so she also had a soft spot for Sweet Valley High. And she goes, Um, if you can find it, I'll read it. And it wasn't in our county. um, So I had to go, you know how we do the interlibrary loans? Yes. Okay. So if you guys have a library card, but like we don't have the item, let us know. We can actually see if we can pull it from outside the county. So that's what interlibrary loan is. So I did find a copy of it, but it arrived and it's large print. Oh. Yes. So that's how like almost out of print this book is. Wow. So, but I found it. Oh, I'm so glad that you got (laughs) to enjoy it. So it's a series, right? Yes. Are you going to continue the series? Probably not. I mean, I have a lot of other stuff that I want to read this year. So like if one of them happened to show up or whatever, it's like a one sit read because they're not even 200 pages, but you know what I mean? So it's just kind of, but it was, it was fun to look back. Yeah, that was, was Goosebumps, like, did you read those when you were a kid? I didn't. Those kind of got more popular, like, when I was a little older. Okay, they were super popular when I was a kid. And then, um, I can't even remember the name of them. It's like River, I don't think it's Riverdale stuff. No, because that's the new TV show. Yeah, but they're I think those are based, those are based off comics. Yeah, those are based off of, um, oh my goodness, now I just blanked Archie. Like, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like Jughead or something. Yeah, yeah. those ones. Okay, because uh, they were similar books when I was a kid, yeah. and like we, I think you could find them at like the dollar store. Yeah, but like I loved them. Oh, I was obsessed with them. Yeah, and now like I couldn't find them if I tried. Goosebumps, I can. We have those in the library. That's cool. But so, do you have a goal for this year? Um. Yes. So the same as you, I've never really done resolutions because in my brain, ruse, no, resolutions are like made to be broken to me. That's just how, (laughs) that's how my brain works. And, um, so this year's a little bit different. Um, I actually, my church had a new year's Eve service and we did what was called an agreement list. So it's like things with like finances, health, like family wise. And you just kind of put like what, like you're agreeing with each other and in prayer and stuff like that. Um, so like we did that and then we did um right now i'm actually in like a 21 day fast um so i'm not eating meat and that has been difficult i do not know how you do it (laughs) because even like my brain i think i've eaten i think i've had chicken like two times without even thinking about it Mm. like i was literally in the middle of eating and then i went i'm I'm not not supposed supposed to have this So I may tack on a couple extra days just because I feel a little guilty. Um, but I do have a reading goal. Okay. Well, I have a few different goals, I guess. So my reading goal, I did push it down to 30 this year just because I am in school. Mm-hmm. And with the craziness of school, um, I'm taking a full course load this semester. So I have already finished one book. So I can say that. And I'm currently reading two books right now while okay. listening to one reading one. Um, but those are going to take me a little, a little bit to get through. Um, so 30 is my goal. You know what's exciting about that goal? What? When you, like, fly past it and oh. you reach your, like, 60, 65, <laughs> and it's going to be like, you're 200% to your goal. And you're going to be like, yes. I know. I'm like, is this going to be year three that I read 65 books? Let's see. Okay. I'm going to have to do a lot more audiobooks. But it can be done. You'll have to keep um, us updated. Yeah. So, and then... Um, 
wow. Oh, two, two more goals. One is I am finishing up my AA degree this semester. So I'm very excited about that. Mm -hmm. And then um, I will have to transfer to a university to finish out my bachelor's. Um, So that's another goal. And then my last goal is, is I want to read way more nonfiction this year than I have. Because last year, so happy. Last year I did read outside of my comfort zone a lot, but this year my goal is to read more nonfiction. So more biographies, autobiographies, um, self-help books, all those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Because those are the things I love. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited. And so far the three that I, the one that I finished and the two that I'm reading right now are all nonfiction. So you've grown so much. New year, new me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't change too much because we love you. Thanks. (laughs) So yeah, but those are mine. It's cool. I, I love nonfiction because even if it isn't like a hundred percent exactly what you feel or, you know, Mm -hmm. there's always something to learn from it. You know, like there's this, you know, whole other perspective. So whether it's a memoir or a science related or, you know, something maybe that's like more Christian inspiration or, Mm -hmm. you know, there's always something you can take away from it. Something that makes you go, oh, yeah, you know, so it's fun. I do. And I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. Well, and it's so, okay. I'm not going to say unless you want to say your age, but Sarah just had a birthday not too long ago. I did. No Uh, shame. I'm 27. I really like the age. It's cool. But see, I feel like when I try to think about when I got into nonfiction, mm-hmm. I feel like it was as I was getting closer to my 30s. Okay. And it kind of grew as I mm-hmm. grew because I became more curious about all these other things, you yeah. know. And I think sometimes you almost, you know, everybody always says, like, I had to read so much for school and now I'm finally reading for pleasure, but I don't know mm-hmm. where to start. And so we all start with fiction and right. escape, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you hit this point in your life where you're like, Maybe I do want to learn something else. I I did enjoy learning. I still yeah. want to know something. Yeah. And well, it like it, it's like this wave. It's weird. Yeah. Well, and it's so crazy because I was just talking about this with someone the other day. Is is I feel like the older that I get, and I know I'm not I'm not that old, but especially the last few years, I just want to learn all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that's I just want to I just constantly want to learn. And so the science class that I'm in right now, though, whew. But, like, reading-wise, getting to choose what I'm reading, and that's what I get to learn about, it's so fascinating to me. And part of me wishes that I had appreciated it a little bit more when I was a little bit younger. But then I'm also, like, I'm actually learning right now and retaining it. Mm-hmm. So, cause, you know, I can't tell you that I'm retaining what I learned in 10th grade math. Right. But, like, what I, like, a book that I read, like, three years ago that was nonfiction, I'm like, oh, my goodness. And, like, I can still apply it to my life right now. And so it's just, it's super fascinating for me. Uh, I think there's a lot of us that can relate to that. Yeah, I'm just getting excited. Oh, sorry. That's so cool. (laughs) Well, this was really fun. Um, Okay, so I was going to ask what you're reading now. Mm -hmm. And one of the books that we both just finished is actually nonfiction. So we could talk about that real quick first. Yeah. So the first audiobook I did this year, there is a lady named Ann Bogle who you know I love, Mm -hmm. Um, and she has just the most soothing voice. I love listening to her. And she did this book called Reading People. And I thought it was a book about books. And then I started it, and I realized it was all about personalities. Yes. So literally reading people. And Sarah loves personalities. She's always telling me I got to go do my Myers-Briggs test or whatever it is. I haven't done it yet. And so I got to work the one day and I was like, Sarah, I finished the best book. And I was explaining it to her. 
And so, of course, she immediately jumped onto... I did. I, like, as you were telling <laughs> me about it. App. And I was like, check it out now. <laughs> and so, within, what, like, a day or two, I think you would listen to it? Yeah. it's only maybe four hours. Yeah. And, my, I mean, my drive to work is almost four to five minutes. Yeah. So... It was so fun and so fascinating because she mm-hmm. is a very active person in, like, the book and literature and reading world. And so as she was explaining these personalities, she was relating them in a way that, like, book lovers can truly appreciate. Yes. Because she was saying, this personality, if you know uh, Bridget Jones from Bridget Jones's Diary, that's this personality. And so mm-hmm. she was relating it to these book characters. So, like, Jane Austen characters. And, and I was just listening in my car the one day doing errands and I'm like yes 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 I get it now yeah yeah it um it's one of those I have always studied like my personality type and so um and I love doing that and I'm an ENFJ so I know that you're probably like I know what some of that means but (laughs) but I am um but it wasn't I didn't just get to learn more about mine but I got to learn about other different personalities and the same thing is that it's like you're learning all these book characters and then you start thinking about these real life people that you know and you're friends with and you're like that describes them and then she talks about the enneagram which if you don't know about the enneagram i'm not gonna like fully explain it to you but the enneagram is one of those um the myers-briggs i feel like really pulls out like your strengths but enneagram is um like the test that it kind of hurts your feelings because it points a lot of your flaws out but then it's like, how can I work better to like um, work together with people and all that stuff? So that's why I love personalities is because I love to know how people work and how I can better work together with people. Um, so that's why I love personalities. So I highly recommend that if you're like, I don't really know much about it. This is a great book. It's very much a starter book and it explains all the different kind of um personality test that you can get into Mm -hmm. so I really enjoyed it so thank you for that recommendation oh you're welcome it was fascinating too when she said that um I forget if it was three or five years old but your your personality basically is what it is at that young age Mm -hmm. and we only assume as adults that our personality has changed but it hasn't changed it's just that we've grown into it yes and we learn more about ourselves and how to work with other people like you were saying and so it's not necessarily that your personality has changed. Mm-hmm. It's just you've grown. Right. And certain things become stronger and, you know, but it was it was fascinating. Yeah. And I am very extrovert and that is my one of my personality traits. And once you like meet me in person and we talk, you're like, yep. Sure if you is. ever if you ever see someone dancing through the library, <laughs> it's Sarah. <laughs> I do. I just randomly start dancing and singing, and I'm like, I work in a library. I can't do that. But I do it anyway. It's uh, so fun. Yeah. All right. So what are you actually reading now? So I am reading, um, like I said earlier, I'm reading two different books, and they are both nonfiction. So the first one is the one that I'm actually, like, physically reading, and that one is called Please Don't Sit on My Bed in Your Outside Clothes. And that's by Phoebe Robinson. And it's, first off, the title immediately. I love, love, like, love the title. Yeah. Like, that immediately, I was like, what is this about? And it's kind of like a bunch of essays put together. And I, I want to say she wrote the book during 2020, 2021. So it's fairly new. So there's a lot of talk about the pandemic. There's mm-hmm. a lot of talk about. But it's, and she's so funny. Like, I think she's a... Um, comedian yes thank you um 
but she is it's so funny so I feel like as she was writing this book she would have this random thought and she would put it in Mm -hmm. which I love because I'm like yes if I'm getting you I want the whole you and I want the real you and so the and there's oh I'm just like laughing and so I'm loving it and then the second book that I'm reading is um by Lisa Turkist and I think I'm saying I don't know if I'm saying her last name right but it's called forgiving what you can't forget and so she's written a lot of books and that I've I've listened to a few of them and I've absolutely loved them. And while I can't really relate to what's going on in the book, I think it'll help me talk to people about it. Since awesome. I want to go into counseling, I think it'll help. Yeah. So, yeah. So. She's popular, too. A lot of people yes. come in looking for her books. Yes. So what are you reading? Um, I am reading The Bookwoman of Troublesome Creek by Kim Michelle Richardson. Mm. Yes, it was selected for my book club for February, Ooh. and it is so good. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really loving it. Like, it it deals with um, the pack horse librarians in Kentucky. Okay, so there was like this whole pack horse project. So this is like true, you know, history. It's obviously a fiction title, but it's based on history. Um, but the main character in this one, she is actually one of the last blue people of Kentucky. Which is also like true history where it's, um, it turns out if you, it, there's like an author's note at the end um, that I have to double check again before my book club so we can talk about it. But it was actually like a genetic thing where something with their heart and everything, it kind of was turning the tone of their skin blue. And so oh. they were called the blue people of, yeah, it's really fascinating. Yeah. Wow. It's really good. And spoiler alert so i'm reading this book and i was really enjoying it so i started looking into some stuff and guess what there's a second book coming out that will follow these people and it's supposed to be released in may okay so of course i ran straight to our director and told her and she (laughs) already put put it into our wish list card (laughs) so as soon as it's available it should be coming to us so i'm i'm really looking forward to that one that's awesome yeah yeah. Oh, love it. So it's pretty cool. This yeah. was fun. It was. I really enjoyed this episode. Ooh. New year, more books. Yeah. Um, I do have, if you guys want to like comment or email us and let us know like what your goals are or resolutions, that would be really cool. That would be fun. We'd love yeah. to hear it. Definitely. Yeah. You know, Instagram, message us, comment, like, you know, subscribe, all that stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. And uh, I guess we will talk to you guys in February. Yeah. See you on the flippy flip.